0: Hello and welcome to the Yuha UP podcast. My name is Yuha and no, that is not a stage name. This is a fitness podcast where I try and help you along your fitness journey, often using mobility interventions to help you break through barriers or plateaus you've been struggling with. And if you're like me and believe that improving joint health should be a part of your routine, this is for you. How do you tell the difference between days you need to give yourself a pep talk to get up and exercise and days you need to allow yourself just to do nothing? This is a topic that I saw being discussed earlier today on R slash E-O-O-D, which stands for Exercise Head of Depression. And I think that's a really important thing to ask people and I think it's also an important topic to really know about so I have I have three strategies I have three things that I think that you can apply to give you a bit more clarity the next time that you actually have these kind of notes three things that I think that you should consider um number one is your HRV score HRV stands for heart rate variability and, um, it's something that could be measured with heart rate monitors. I know that uh I know that I'll have it measured um my watch will measure my heart rate and then it connects to an app, and then that app they work within one another, and then they give you this score a heart rate variability score, so it compares i mean what it's supposed to be doing is it's supposed to be comparing the variation. How much of a variation there is in between your heartbeat so just because so let's say your resting heart rate is 60 beats per minute heart rate variability will will look at how much of a variance is there in between each of your beats because just because your heart rate is 60 beats per minute doesn't mean that you're actually beating your heart once every 1.0 seconds sometimes there are some variance and the level of variance can dictate whether or not you're body should or should not push through it and it kind of balances a bit of like the parasympathetic and the sympathetic parasympathetic is like rest and digest so like if if that's really important then maybe you need to rest and digest more sympathetic is like the fight or flight response so it just looks at that and it says hey you know are you ready to push through or should you just take more of a rest day um and then also there was a study published by Harvard that said that a higher heart rate variability, a higher HRV score, it may indicate better cardiovascular fitness and a greater resilience to strength. And resilience to strength is actually a huge deal because especially depending on the type of exercise you do, like you can get five people can do yoga five times a week, but Each of them may be ready for more or less. Every person may have a unique amount of time that they need to recover from it. One person may need more or less time. So um, HRV scores can definitely show you how ready you are to handle more stress, given the stress you've dealt with in the past. Uh, And also... Well-trained athletes and physically fit adults—they typically have lower resting heart rates because their heart is more efficient at pumping blood. So, if you, if your heart is more efficient at pumping blood, it can help increase HRV s- scores. So, having a, so having impressive cardio is definitely going to be helping you. Yeah, because uh, yeah, and, and that's one thing that is very overlooked about. This is the, this is a quick rant. One thing that's often overlooked about um, aerobic training is how how much it can help you recover in between workouts or or in between sessions. I know that for myself, I bike to work, so I bike five days a week, and then I also go skating one to two times a week, or at least lately. Um, so that's doing you know a bit of cardio six to seven times a week, and I noticed that with my skating. The other day, I think it was a few days ago, I was skating for roughly half an hour, staying in that 130 to 150 beats per minute, and then I intentionally just skated off, I did like a really quick lap, brought myself up to like 150 BPM or 170 BPM, and then I just stopped skating after one lap, and I just had really controlled deep breaths, and I tried to see how quickly my heart rate could recover after about a minute and I was impressed to see that after about a minute of concentrated breathing I can get my heart rate from like a 150 down to like 85 or like 170 down to 90 and that's something that I attest to having an impressor having an aerobic capacity that I've just been improving over the time so having a greater aerobic Fitness level helps you to helps you to uh, recover in between sets, in between workouts, and can definitely factor into your HRV score. So it also means that a higher HRV score, since the variability increases, with a slower heart rate. And then number two is I would look at signs of overtraining. And I'm not gonna go over every single sign of overtraining, but like if you are questioning, hey, should I work out today? Should I not work out today? Let's say that you don't have an HRV score for you right now because typically you need like a few days worth of resting heart rates or a few days worth of data for it to accumulate and to actually give you an HRV score. So look at just general signs of overtraining. Have you noticed that your performance is going down over time? Do you notice that your appetite is starting to be affected? Do you have, like, a reduced appetite? Also having disturbed sleep, just, like, not sleeping very well overnight. There are different things just to look at. Like, if you've had really poor sleep lately, maybe it's worth just giving yourself a bit more rest. If your appetite, if your diet has been all out of whack, maybe just be a little bit more kind to yourself and train for four days that week instead of six. Or something just to kind of give yourself a a little bit more... Time off. And then the third one, I would say ask yourself if you are going to take a recovery day, if it should be a passive recovery or an active recovery. So, a passive recovery, which is like passive, just like not doing anything, just resting, sleeping, staying home, etc. But an active recovery can just be something like, hey, maybe. Maybe you're not feeling up to going into a gym or maybe you're not feeling up to doing like a more high-intensity session. So how about going for a half-an-hour walk around the block? How about going skating or how about like doing some light stretching? It's important just to think about in the long term, if you're trying to train for general health and fitness, then it's important to, to layer in more bouts of active recovery. If you're doing calisthenic workouts three times a week, I would still recommend an additional three to five times a week. Just make it happen to go out for a walk. So if you're doing a calisthenic workout Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I would say on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, go for like a nice long walk or maybe do stretching or do something to kind of make it so that you're promoting your body to recover actively. Um, So yeah, that's something that I would look at. The the three things I would look at are um, start to measure your HRV score. So use a heart rate watch, maybe download an app. HRV score, look at number two, look at signs of overtraining. And number three, Maybe rather than giving yourself passive recovery, look at increasing bouts of active recovery during your week. Those are the three things that I want to share with you today. If there's something you want me to discuss in a future podcast, I'm going to leave a link of all my socials in the description so we can have an open discussion. That's everything I want to talk about today, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.